Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Years ago, I told you this other times, but years ago when the Lord was rebuilding my house, He showed me, I don't get very many visions and all that, a lot of people get a lot of visions, but I saw a foundation swept off with a broom and there was only three cinder blocks on the foundation. He had swept my house away. In other words, he was starting and the only thing I had that was valuable was three cinder blocks of foundation and a cement slab. Because when he came to my life to clean me up, everything else went. And uh, he built the house from there. And I think that you have to be, being honest with yourself is very painful. When you have to look at your life and look at what's not right in it, you got to have faith to do that. Uh, looking at your life can be very, very painful, can it not? I mean, I think it is. But God will help you with that, and He will help you assemble a life out of those ashes if you will do it His way. If you do it His way, He will rebuild you a life, and you won't have to back up. You won't be pushed out because you have built on the rock. I don't like backing up, do you? I don't like having to do stuff over. That makes me mad when I have to do stuff over. I like to do it right the first time, but unfortunately we're not perfect and there are things that we need to recalculate, but I encourage you to build your life on, on the rock. Amen? Well, uh, I have five steps for you this morning. They're, they're not uncommon. Now you're going to recognize them. The first one to me is repentance, uh, acknowledging the truth. You know, uh, I, I think your ability to acknowledge the truth is what gets you out of every situation you can get in. And I think denial will keep you there the rest of your life. The programs, you guys that have been in drug and alcohol rehab, they, you know that the hardest thing to get them to, for them to get you to do is admit where you are. That's why the uh, AA just beats it in your brain that you're an alcoholic. They literally beat you with it until you say, I am. Because until they can get you to say, I am, they really can't do anything else. And I'm not a necessarily a big AA program because they tell you you're gonna be that forever. And like I said earlier, I just don't believe that. I believe God can cut the cord. Now you may have to watch yourself, but I don't think you are truly addicted. I think it is a lie that the devil wants to tell you. Anyway, admitting where you are uh, is the first step. And if you don't do the first step, there's, God, I, I've learned this. I, I, was, I was laughing. I told Rena, I was listening to Zig Ziglar the other day. How many remember Zig? Zig was just a great speaker, a great Christian salesman, uh, probably one of the best salesmen there ever was. And he's, he did things biblically. But he said, if he was talking to a woman. He, he was called into this business. This is so funny. He was called into this business as a counsel, uh, uh, to give counsel or, and he was talking to the secretary and, she, and he was trying to help her because she answered the phone and she was the first impression of the business. And she was just mad all the time and she hated her job. And uh, he says, tell me what you, write a list what you like and don't like about your job. 
Well, she could write all the things she didn't like. He goes, there's nothing you like? He says, do they pay you to come here or are you here free gratis? <laughs> do you like your check? Okay, so you got something on the like side. You like getting a check. <laughs> he was redirecting her completely and just he's just really good at it. Those of you who got time, you ought to watch him online. He'd, he'd help you with your, uh, some adjustments in your personality. And uh, she was so mean. She goes, I hate this place. And he goes, it's going to get worse. You're going to get fired. <laughs> he was trying to locate that woman to say, if you keep talking to people like this, you're gone. She wouldn't do the first step. She wouldn't write down the things that he told her to. He said, now, ma'am, I'm going to tell you something. If you didn't do number one, there's no reason to talk about number two. In other words, in, in, in your deliverance or in your success or in your progress, if you don't do the first step, there really is no need to talk about the next step. And, that might, and you know, I, I'm going to give you a principle of faith here on that. And uh, please forgive me on this. I'm not attacking the millennial generation. But I do know they got to know why. But I'm, I'm going to tell you something about the why. I think the why comes later. I think you got to do the task first to be able to see the why. And I believe that's a definite requirement. And it's a biblical principle. God, when he told people to do something, he said, I'm going to send you, I'm going to get up and go to a land I'm going to show you. God always demanded obedience first and revelation second. And, and I believe that when you don't have that, you, you end up with a paralyzed people who are aimless. Because you find your, your way by following, not by questioning. You find your way by following. Jesus said, come follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. If you eliminate the following, you eliminate the becoming. So you, uh, I'm not telling you to have total blind obedience, because you got a Bible, you know. If you read your Bible, you'll never obey blindly. You're supposed to have enough word in you to know when this person's talking to you about what they're saying, whether it's biblical or not. That's your requirement to read your own Bible, right? Responsibility on your part. You should know the word. Every believer should know the word. Amen. So anyway, acknowledgement is so important. Uh, by admitting truth, you open the door for step number two. Amen. Repentance leads to nec the next step, right? Amen. Repentance is a gift. It can only operate or be received by humility. See, you, you have to humble yourself to repent. That would mean if you come at God with arrogance or pride, you don't get number step number one. It comes by humility and humbling yourself. It's a gift. Uh, it can only be received by humility, though. Salvation can only re be received when you humble yourself and you admit that you're a sinner, right? Now, just to give you a principle there, everything you get from God more than likely will come through the same pattern. You will have to admit something to receive something. In order to have a better marriage, you might have to admit that you treat your wife or husband bad. You might have to tr admit that you don't talk right to them, that you're angry and you got hidden resentment in your heart that you think nobody knows about, but it manifests in your statements with the spirit they're set in. You know, and, and until you admit those things are there, the externals don't change. So 
even your marriage, your money, you might have to admit that you, do, you don't do right with your money. You might have to admit that you're thinking about doing something else and not taking care of your kids. You with me? You've got to think about what's right and acknowledge what you're not doing for it to improve. And the hardest thing to do is get people to admit things. Uh, you know, there has to be something greater than you. See, until you have somebody greater than you in your life, that means you're in charge of your life. And if you're in charge of your life, it'll only rise as high as the level of knowledge that you have. And when you run out of yourself, your life will be stuck. You have to acknowledge somebody is greater than you. And that takes humility. You know that's what tithing's all about, right? The tithe means you are acknowledging that God is greater than you. It's not about the money. It's about don't touch the tree. God said you can have everything in this garden, but don't touch the one tree. You can have all the money, but don't touch the 10%. It's the same principle from the Garden of Eden. When you don't touch the tithe, then your honor, you're saying, he's greater than I am. He's given me my life. It's an acknowledgement. And that acknowledgement brings blessing into your life. If, if, if you don't understand that, you'll, you, you know, remember them old sermons, you got to give and they beat you up to give, beat you up to give, but it's so much bigger than just giving. It's, you can give it and not, a, you can give your tithe and if you don't have the right heart and acknowledge God is greater than you, you can be proud that you tithe and that's not how it works. Humility tithes. Remember the, the, the two people in the Word, one saying, I tithe, I do this, and I do that, and the other guy's saying, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. He says, which one was more righteous? The guy who said, forgive me, I'm a sinner. He wasn't tithing right, he wasn't doing anything right, but he was more righteous than the guy that did everything right. It was the humility that made him right. It wasn't his perfect church attendance, it wasn't his perfect tithing. It wasn't him doing everything just right to be seen. It was his humility and acknowledging that God was greater that made him righteous. See, I love that. That means everybody's got a shot. You see how fair that is? All of us have got a shot at God's love and his goodness by just lowering ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, only God could have thought up that system because it works for everybody. And the more you insist on being your own boss, the less of his benefits that you have. It's in your yielding. He, if you if you any problems you have, when you lower yourself, he takes up the cause your cause against your enemies. But you see, how can you fight for a kid that's not right? Did you ever try to fight for somebody and they, then you find out who they really were and wish you wouldn't have. So humility. After humility, revelation comes. John 3. Amen. Thank God he's merciful and treats us good. John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There are things that are hidden from you until you get born again, right? We all know that. You've seen the kingdom. But the precious things of God are the same way. Unless you repent, you don't see the answer that you're looking for. 
And I've said this in, in the prayer line, when, when people come up and tell you what they want prayed and you never get to tell them as the pastor what you see to pray for them. You realize what I'm saying? They're telling you in their head what you should pray for them so they're not getting any outside influence in their life. They're literally limiting you to what, the, as big as God is in their head, that's all the bigger God can be in their life. That's scary. That's scary. You, you have, if you want to know a bigger God, you've got to get around somebody bigger than you, or you have to be willing to acknowledge that they're bigger than you. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosic, Pastor Rena Perosic, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.